0: Thank you for joining us here at First Love with the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois on Sunday, August 2nd, 2020. Pastoral Assistant John Nelson will be giving a sermon titled, It's a Banquet. Our guest soloist is Keith Bradbury singing You Are Mine accompanied by guest pianist Caleb Halloway. Our scripture reading comes from Matthew 14, 13 through 21. For more information about First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, please listen to the message after the sermon. We pray you have a safe, peaceful, and healthy week. God bless.
1: Our first scripture reading comes to us from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 1 through 5. Let us listen to the Word of God. Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you that have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk, without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear, and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, And nations that you do not know, you shall run to you, because the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: I will come to you in the silence. I will lift you from all your fears. You will hear my voice. I claim you as my choice. Be still and know I am here. I am hope for all are hopeless, I am eyes for all who long to see, in the shadow of the night I will be your light, come and rest in me, do not be afraid, I am with you, I have called you each by name, come and follow me, I will bring you home, I love you and you are. despairing healing for the ones who dwell in shame all the blind will see the lame will all run free and all will know my name do not be afraid I am with you I have called you each name. Come and follow me, I will bring you home. I love you the word that leads all to freedom. I am the peace that world cannot give. I will call your name, embracing all your pain. Stand up and walk with me. Follow me, I will bring you home.
1: gospel lesson comes to us from Matthew chapter 14, feeding of the 5,000. Let us listen to the word of God. Now when Jesus heard this, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. When the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place. The hour is now late. Send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, They need not go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. And he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven. And blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples. And the disciples gave them to the crowds. And all ate and were filled. And they took up what was left over of the broken pieces 12 baskets full. And those who ate were about 5,000 men, besides women and children.
3: This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
3: Wow, this is a different perspective than I'm used to. For the past several months, I've been sitting in front of a computer watching everybody on a screen. But it is truly good to see all of you people here in our sanctuary, worshiping together with us. That was a great lead-in to my sermon, talking about food and communion. Because food is very important to our, to our lives in many ways. More than just that we need it for sustenance. I mean, that's usually what we think of it. Got to eat, got to eat healthy, got to be good, and don't eat all those bad foods that make us overweight or make our blood pressure go high or whatever. But food is really important. Food is a gathering point. Um, When we did some studies, congregational studies in the fall and during Lent, and we used a small group method, the one comment that was made after we were done is that people missed having the soup supper to begin study with. They missed that food the gathering together around food. And also when we celebrate, think about it. We celebrate birthdays, we have food. Sometimes it's just ice cream and cake. That's, that's a minimum. But um, oftentimes we have a big meal. And weddings. And even funerals. We gather for, for a meal after a funeral. And graduations and and all those celebrations, we eat. And if we don't eat, something's wrong. I mean, normally on Sunday morning, where do we go after church? Back to the lounge. And what do we do? Yeah, we visit, okay. But the big draw is the donut holes. And that's what everybody misses right now, I'm sure. But food was also very important in the scriptures. It was a key theme throughout the scriptures. When Moses was leading the children of Israel out of Egypt to the Promised Land, they needed food, and so God provided. God provided manna from heaven to feed them, to give them sustenance so that they could make that long journey. Also, today in the in the reading from Isaiah, the prophet talks about food. Come and eat, free food. Come and buy without money. Free food! And in Matthew, the story of the feeding the five thousand plus. Jesus did that with five loaves and two fish. That's quite a quite a fight sight. But again, it was free food. Free food. And today today we gather around the communion table, and even though that we have people who are are at home who are not here but they're at home they gather with us as well and it's around that same communion table communion is that one meal that unites us it unites us not only as a congregation who is somewhat scattered right now but it also unites us in in a Christian church with Christians all around the world in every time and every place it is that meal that unifies. And like Jonathan said, the little bread, a little bit of juice, not much for a banquet, but it really is. It's the beginning of the banquet that we will see when we get to heaven. The Bible talks about a lot of different images about it will be, what it will be like to be with God. The one i like the best is the banquet he has set a banquet table to bring everyone in and communion that's a foretaste of that banquet that's the beginning the already part that we accept that we that we participate in now and it's part of a not yet that we will also participate in later god brings us together around food. A very simple thing, a very common thing, but yet he used bread and juice for communion. Two simple elements. But it was common. Something that everybody had. Everybody's got that. And that's the foretaste of the banquet to come. God has invited us to the banquet but not just us only. He has a standing invitation to everyone throughout the world. And we have a responsibility to help other people to come to the banquet. When I was in seminary, one of my professors spent the most of his ministry in overseas missions. And He learned a lot over there about just how do you spread the gospel among people who have no knowledge of it. One of the things that he learned that was very, very important was that you have to satisfy the needs of everyone before they can hear. It's such a simple concept. But just think about a baby who's hungry. They won't calm down. They won't settle down. They won't get comfortable. They can't be um, hugged until they're fed. There's a term that's going around now, hangry. We've all heard about being hangry. And in one commercial, people change when they get that little candy bar. But that's true of all of us. When we get hungry, we tend to get out of sorts. And so the first thing that the missionaries would do was to make sure that people were taken care of, that their physical needs were taken care of. And once that would happen, they actually had befriended the the people that they are ministering to, and then they would be eager to hear the word of God. And so this, this invitation that God has given to all of the peoples of the world gets carried out by the whole Christian church. And it gets carried out by the individual denominations as they break down. And it gets filled by, fulfilled by the local congregations in their mission giving. But that that invitation needs to go out from each of us personally also. We have to be willing to share our faith, to share our experiences with God. The early people who saw Jesus, they were called witnesses. What does a witness do? A witness explains what they saw. And so we should be out And with our friends and our family, when the time is right to explain what we see and hear and feel and what we believe. It's amazing that some people, when they think of witnessing, they think of some guy out in the street corner grabbing somebody by the lapels and say, Jesus saved you. Never works never works long-term. But it's when we take care of their needs, when we befriend them, when we establish a relationship with them, that we can honestly have that talk about our faith and what God and Jesus means to us. The last verse of our Old Testament reading, see, you shall call nations that you do not know, And nations that do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. To make that a little bit more personally, God has called us each individually to people that we do not know or maybe do not know well. And people that we don't know and people that we may not know well will come running to God because God offers them forgiveness and peace. Things that we need in in times like this. But they come running, not because it's us, but because it's God that's working in us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: The address for our First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois, is 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, zip code 62650. Our phone number is 217-245-4189. Our email is office at That's office at F. I-R-S-T-P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G You can reach us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash First Our webpage is www.firstpresjax.org Our Sunday services start at 10 a.m., But we come on the air at 10.45 with a slideshow. We invite you to come and view us live on Facebook on Sundays. Leave a comment. Enjoy a great sermon by Jonathan and Warren and whoever is the
3: special music for that day. God bless.